Wings Up, a podcast about FAMU athletics, is here to talk about FAMU in a positive light, what's going on, and always keep you abreast as to the most up-to-date events related to FAMU athletics, whether it's football, basketball, tennis, or even FAMU golf. We're going to talk about it. We're going to bring it up to the light. We're going to share it so that you can brag and tell all your other friends in the swag that FAMU is the greatest school on this side of heaven. I'm Keith Hadley, and I am a graduate of Florida University, and I also run the FAMU Fifth Quarter on Twitter. Like the Twitter page, follow it, and make sure you share it with your friends so that they can keep up to date as to how great FAMU is, so that if they're not a Rattler, they can know their kids need to be. and salutations another episode of fangs up here and if you have not been able to follow along on the fq twitter page uh what are you doing man it is on and popping a lot of stuff has been going on in relation to florida agricultural mechanical university and its athletic program but this episode in particular is about recruiting my original intention was to do a I don't want to say quick overview, but just to just bring us up to date as far as where FAMU is with recruiting and some things of that nature. I do apologize for not doing the show last week. It just it didn't happen. But y'all can get two this week because it literally blew up. Recruiting at Florida A&M University has been crazy for about the past week or so. It has been just as a person that's trying to keep up with it for the purpose of the twitter page trying at times because there's so much going on we have a lot of recruits that are coming in and we have even more that are scheduled to come on campus today there was be out day on campus i was not able to make that but we will have the orange and green game coming up really soon do intend on traveling up to tallahassee and covering that and sharing my experience of being there that being said, let's start off with the good news. And the good news is counting the biddies that you got in your hand um, or that have hatched, as the old people would say. And what I mean by that is Florida A&M University has already signed some recruits. We have uh, gotten many students all over the state and FAMU's already got some commitments. So with no further ado let's start off by talking about that because FAMU gets some big name recruits that are coming in from other places I'm going to start off with Levante Somerset he is from North Fort Myers High School down in Fort Myers Florida he is a 5'10 190 pound athlete and some 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 of the different companies have him listed as a three-star I didn't see that. I saw that he had zero stars at this time, but he's listed as a hard commit to FAMU. And that's something that is going to be great for Florida and University. We need to get as many of our commits to stay as possible. That is just one of our struggles not just as a university, but as a community, historical colleges and universities tend to struggle to keep recruits, 
especially after they've committed and they've gotten larger offers. And we're going to talk about that a little bit uh, later in the show. But that was a huge signing. Levante comes up for a visit and he pretty much seems to shut his recruiting down. He seems very solidly committed to FAMU. I'd be somewhat surprised. I'm not going to say very surprised if he changes his mind just because he is 5'10". He's listed as an athlete. And the film I saw on him, he looks good. He looks pretty nice. And I'm hopeful and I'm excited to seeing him. Now, the next signing we got is going to be an immediate impact because Levante is a 2023 commit. So we have to wait till National Signing Day, probably in December for him to sign. But the next one is an immediate impact. One Raymond Cuts. And I actually had the benefit of watching him in high school. Very good athlete. Uh, Raymond Cuts is a beast on the defensive end. He is going to help us make up some of what we're losing with the loss of people like Savian Williams, putting cuts up there with Isaiah land and gentle hunt gives FAMU a formidable defensive line, along with the transfers that have come in from Iowa state that now FAMU may have one of the better defensive lines in the SWAC already. One of the better, I was trying not to be arrogant, but we, we got probably first or second best. It's FAMU and Jackson state at this point, as far as, my opinion, who has the best defensive line and probably best defense in the conference. But that being said, Cuts is a bounce back transfer. He started at UCF, had got into a little bit of trouble there, uh, had to leave the team and then transferred to Garden City Community College where he was lighting it up, had a really strong season there. He's coming to FAMU, a former four star recruit. And if if Raymond Cuts can lock in, FAMU is getting a gem of a four-star talent. And it, it's going to be another potentially uh, Marquise Bell situation where you're getting a guy who's coming from a program, coming to FAMU, and really because Cuts doesn't have a lot of time on the field, even at UCF. You're getting a very green college level talent as far as playing maybe on this level and he is going to be really good he he very well have he very well may have ended up at a division one program that was in the fbs level opposed to the fcs that's maybe going back to a school like a ucf or a temple type school one of those schools that plays on that level for the bold championships and all that stuff but FAMU's getting a steal out of this one my personal opinion and that's not me trying to be biased I'm just I'm being honest with y'all I, I really think that's a great land uh that FAMU has been able to get or a good a good get I should say next player is Tommy Bridgewater Jr. from First Coast Academy uh he's over there that's over in Jacksonville he is a 6'3", 280-pound defensive lineman. And when you look at him, he doesn't look 280. I'm not going to lie. He's a lean 280. He looks very muscular. But he is a smart guy by all the accolades that he has. He's a member of the National Honor Society. Very high GPA, like 3738, something crazy like that. And he has very high test scores. So he's actually going to be coming into FAMU 
as an academic student. He's not just coming in as a football player that's getting in on the NCAA's sliding scale. He's coming in at FAMU, and hopefully he's able to get some scholarship money to offset the cost. I kind of feel like when it comes to Bridgewater, they're giving him that preferred walk-on option to see how things shake out during the spring and going into the fall. And if some things change, he may be able to get a scholarship coming his way. I'm not promising that to him, but I'm just looking at his size, 6'3", 280. Put a guy like that in defensive line. And if you can put 15, 20 pounds in, that's a 300-pound lineman. That's somebody that can help clog the middle, allow the linebackers to run free, allow allow the defensive ends to create pressure. And now we are talking about a formidable defensive line that is going to continue to wreak havoc throughout the SWAC this year, which I anticipated. I've made no bone about it. I only anticipate, fam, you truly losing one game this season. I could see us losing three to four, but one game in conference. I I don't think we're going to beat the University of North Carolina unless a fluke happens. But that being said, I'm definitely looking for that to happen um, and looking forward to having him on the team. So congratulations to those three players, two of which should be here in the fall of this year. And one will be hopefully uh, deciding to commit and stay with FAMU going forward. Now let's talk about some of these kids or students that have been offered. And if you haven't been watching y'all again, I've tried to keep up with it, but it, it is hard to keep up because so many students are being offered. Some, I don't think we're going to get just going to be honest, but some family's got a legit chance to get some of these students. So we're going to start off with the offense and we're going to go position by position. Talk about the players. If I have a little nugget that I can share with you, I will going to try to talk about how many stars they have, their graduating class, what, where they're from and things of that nature. And I did watch a little film on each one. Most of the students, uh, some of them not going to lie a four star, five star kid. I didn't look at their film. It's a five-star kid. They're going to Alabama or something like that. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna play the game with y'all on that. And y'all gonna have to forgive me. I, I definitely got my little drink with me. Keep me from doing all these plosives in your, in your ear. First one I'm gonna talk about is gonna be Terry, also known as Trey Hedden, and he is a child or student that is from Tampa Catholic down in Tampa, Florida. He is a 6'3", 210-pound quarterback, and he's going to be from the class of 2024. So he's got a little bit of time before he is able to commit and play at the Division I level, but he's already getting some looks. He doesn't have any stars yet, but in watching his film, he has a really nice fluid throwing motion. It's not a bad wind-up. Ball comes out of his arm pretty quick. He has a pretty decent deep ball, much like any other ball that you throw far. It does kind of lose a little bit of its zip uh, the further it goes. That's natural. But he looks really good as a quarterback. His decision-making was pretty good from what I saw. I'm not going to act like I watched all of his film. I watched his huddle. So, of course, he's going to put the plays where he looked really good on there. Um, But so far, he looks pretty good, hoping that he continues to grow and continues to pursue the idea of maybe coming to FAMU or consider it. Another quarterback that FAMU offered is going to be one Ryan Huff. And Ryan Huff is from Greenwood High in Kentucky. And he's a 6'2", 180-pound quarterback. 
no stars yet from the class of 2025 and Huff is garnering some attention you can see on his social media page he's traveled some of the recruiting circuit he's visited Georgia Florida State Fam, you gave him an offer uh, shout out to Brandon O'Doy at the hotbed world uh, group that they have there that is actually who Huff actually does a little bit of work with and man they are doing some really great things that that was a great way for FAMU to get some recruits to get offered and see the university and things like that so I just want to make sure I give that brother his flowers while while I still can but back to Huff Huff is he's he's wearing the FAMU gear if you look on his social media page he's got a FAMU sweater he's definitely towing the line to, to say hey I'm not playing about this offer from FAMU I'm taking it seriously and do I expect him to commit to fam? I don't know. He's a 2025 student. He is going around to larger schools that may have different facilities. But the thing is, to come to a school like a FAMU and play very well and to do that in the SWAC is going to be something that you'll be able to take with you. It's going to be a great experience. I don't want to act like that's a gateway to the NFL because we really haven't seen a FAMU quarterback play in the NFL since Quinn Gray. But it's a great opportunity to not only ingratiate yourself with the population, the demographics, but to also be able to potentially have yourself already set up to be the next man up and the next man in charge. Next quarterback is going to be a gentleman from Jacksonville. And Jacksonville has been real good to FAMU lately. And he is from Mandarin High School, Trammell Jones. And didn't really get to see his film yet, but he's 6'1", 190. We offered a lot of students from Mandarin this past week. And, uh, again, Jacksonville is Tallahassee East. It has become a very fertile place that the Rattlers have continued to try to utilize and take advantage of for recruiting purposes. But... He is another 2025 quarterback. No stars yet, and most, very few of the 2025 students have a bunch of stars or anything like that. You're going to see that continue going forward as I kind of mentioned some of the different gentlemen. Our last quarterback is Dante Moore. He is from Martin Luther King High School in Detroit, Michigan, 6'2", 195. Every school in the nation is offering this guy. He is a five-star quarterback from the class of 2023. He will be one of those guys that if he chooses an HBCU, I'll be very surprised because they're going to back up the, the truck to him. Uh, these, these schools with these NIL deals are not playing. We just saw that quarterback from that is committed to Tennessee from California get $8 million dollars. I'm hearing word from other pods that uh, Manning is potentially going to get $15 million. So this kid's going to get a million-dollar offer from a PWI or a school that has that, and they're going to lure his attention, opposed to where uh, family we haven't got our – I don't think our NIL is there yet. If the show makes it big, okay, we'll, we'll get the NIL there. But at this current time, it's not there, and – I don't expect him to sign with any of those schools unless I would speculate Jackson State would be lucky to get him just because of the deal that they they were able to work out with Travis Hunter and 
bar stool where they're paying the kid so many millions of dollars to go to Jackson State. But I highly doubt any of that comes to fruition. More than likely, uh, more ends up at a school like Michigan State or Michigan, uh, maybe a Ohio State or a Penn State, but one of those schools that may be in that area, but that can also afford to pay him that kind of money through their NIL funds and their connections. So that is the uh, quarterback position. I anticipate FAMU recruiting and offering more quarterbacks. We are starting to see that they are recruiting younger and younger players, and uh, hopefully it, it becomes fruitful. Now, we're going to continue moving on with the offense, and the next position we're going to talk about is the running back position, another five-star, Mr. Stacy Gage. He attends IMG down in Bradenton. IMG is the school to go to if you're one of the top athletes. Students come from all over the country to attend IMG because they get these students into college. Uh, he's a five-star, again, 5'11", 200 pounds. Everybody in the nation wants him. He's a 2024 student, and he's another one where I would be very surprised if FAMU was able to get him. I definitely appreciate him coming through, allowing FAMU to gain, to gain some attention, and allowing maybe some of his teammates and himself to come there to say, hey, maybe I want to come to FAMU. But I still struggle to see where we're going to be able to draw those type of students to our college and university because we can't pay those students under NIL the same way some of these other schools can at this time. Uh, now, if we get a couple of our boosters that can really pony it up and that want to do it, it's going to happen. But for the time being, uh, we, we're going to have to get some corporate sponsors or somebody to come in. Otherwise, these students are going to come in so they can get the HBCU experience, but then they're going to go to a PWI. And that, that's something we've seen over and over again. Uh, next dude is Amarian Hoover, or Hover, sorry, Hover. Um, he's from Bluntstein High School, which isn't very far from Tallahassee, if you're familiar with the Florida Panhandle area there. Bluntstown is probably about 30, 45 minutes from Tallahassee, maybe an hour um, going east, I believe. And six foot 195, and his huddle film, he's not a burner. The guy is not just running away from traffic. He also plays linebacker, though. He's a pretty solid tackler, but I felt like I liked him better as a running back. He really reminds me of more of a plotter. He is a stocky stocky kid, and he's a very tough runner. He's hard to take down, and he he's what the old school people used to call somewhat of a plotter, but he gets north and south. He doesn't do a lot of dancing in the hole. He gets the ball, and he runs with it. And right now, he doesn't have any stars that I saw. Uh, but he's a 2024 student, and looking at his huddle, I see him more as a running back. I think at, at running back, you put some weight on him, uh, muscle, good weight, and you get him up to maybe a 215, and you got a hard-hitting run back, running back that is going to move the line. Uh, he, he constantly falls forward. When you're looking at his film on huddle, he is not getting knocked backwards. He actually breaks a lot of tackles. I mean, it's, I mean he, he's like Bluntstown's version of Marshawn Lynch, if I'm going to be like that nice about it. The, the guy, he looks really good on film. Bluntstown does not play the larger schools in the state but considering 
it's still taking three and four people to take him down and he's still breaking tackles that that's not something to just scoff at in my personal opinion so i i see hover as a running back not a linebacker uh and i look forward to seeing him do better with that the next one is Tarek mccant from sefner florida down in the tampa area 59180 and he's got over 15 offers three-star recruit 20 class of 2024 and we're gonna see we're gonna see i i don't know if amy really gets a chance at him just because his offers are not just a bunch of small schools they are they do include some, include some of the larger schools that are offering that, that nil money i mean let, let's let's put our fandom to the side if somebody's offering you more money you're going to take the money i mean we do it all the time in our own personal business practices if mcdonald's is offering you a certain amount and burger king's offering you another you're going to take the best offer between the two um so the students are going to do that as well they're they're not dumb they're they're students but they're not as passionate about famu as some of us may be because some of them don't have that affinity or that connection to famu like like we do if we're just being honest last running back here is one samuel singleton another guy from jacksonville fleming island came through and they were able to get a good amount of recruits from their school offered and to give these guys a chance and he's a six foot 171 pound running back the guy's got over 20 offers and he's a four-star running back for the class of 2023 uh that's gonna be a tough that's gonna be a tough get y'all i'm just gonna be honest with y'all i like him his film looks pretty good fast dude but the problem is going to be can we get some of these guys in here for the nominal fee that we are able to pay them at famu uh and how do we get our nil program going i got some ideas about that we'll talk about that later though uh so that's all of our running backs there um again gauge i don't think we got a snowball's chance in hades of landing them i would love it though um img five-star recruit though some school like Alabama is going to pay that kid a million dollars. Hover, think I think he signs with FAMU. If he's if he's going to continue to play football, I think he does play at a school like a FAMU. McCant, I don't I don't have a lot of hope for. I think we have a chance. And then Singleton as well, four star recruit, class of twenty twenty three. I want to see it. I want to see it. Now we're going to move to the receiver position, and at wide receiver we're going to be able to see a little bit of change here. Um, for the wide receiver position, DeAndre Buchanan, and we are reaching into the A, y'all. FAMU has also been very active in the Atlanta metropolitan area when it comes to recruiting, and Buchanan is a six-foot wide receiver from Carver High School in Atlanta, weighs about a buck sixty, and he has 10 offers. And when you're looking at his film, he uses his deep speed a lot. A lot of him running vertical routes, three-star prospects. His hands are pretty good. But I only saw, I only, I mostly saw him running those deeper routes. And the corners looked okay. I mean, I, they didn't suck. But at the same point, I'm not familiar enough with that area's talent level when it comes to the schools that were on the huddle to say, to say whether or not it was good film against good quality talent. You saw him running past a lot of students, though. And he's a 2023 20, guy, six feet. We're going to see. 
I think fam, you may have a chance with him just because he is a three-star offer. Again, uh, got about 10 offers, but we're going to see out of those offers who he wants to go to because some of our students are really going to crave that HBCU experience and some of them may not. Uh, I, I want to see how that turns out for him. Next gentleman is going to be Jaden Jones. He is from North Fort Myers, another one. North Fort Myers came into FAMU and cleaned up as well when it came to recruiting. And uh, Jones is 5'11", 150. He's a flyer. He's a flyer. And, but he's getting attention from a lot of schools. No stars yet, but they're going to come. I mean, he he bounces off the pe- he bounces off the screen when you're watching his huddle. You can see him, and he just... Sometimes it doesn't look like he's running. I mean, you're just watching, and it's like, this kid really fast? And then you look at him passing the other students, and you're like, yeah, the guy's fast. He got some speed. He got some wheels on him. He is a 2024 recruit at 5'11", 150. I'm going to speculate he's probably going to become a three-star. Uh, but if he can get get a little bit of weight on him and keep his speed, he's got four-star prospect, especially if he can grow, get to six foot six one. The kid looks good on film. Uh, if, if if you have the time, he's got like a five-minute video that you can watch of him. Do yourself a favor. And if, you, if you're if you a recruit, Nick, check it out. I think you'll be very highly impressed. Uh, next gentleman from Lake City, Columbia. And they came into FAMU and wreaked havoc. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. In show prep, I, I was having to add students from Columbia High School onto the ledger because they just started getting three or four that got offered today. Uh, but the first one I'm going to talk about is one Travis Tolliver. He is a 5'9", 170-pound receiver. He's got multiple offers, and he's shifty. Like he he is he's quick. He reminds you a little bit of if if you're my age, a Peter Warwick or Percy Harvin or Leroy Van type of guy that's quick. Um, is he fast? Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Lake City plays pretty good level of competition, but I, I think he's pretty fast, and he looks really good. Multi, again, multiple offers, and we're going to start seeing which one of these students are going to be committing and signing and where they're going to be going pretty soon. But don't be surprised if Tolliver gets some more offers. He looks pretty good on film. Next next one is going to be Winston Watkins Jr. And he's another IMG guy. IMG, the powerhouse it is. 5'10", 160. And he's a Texas A&M, Texas A&M commit. Jimbo's already got him. I don't think families gets him. I'm just being honest. I'm not going to lie to you about y'all, about some of these students that have already been committed. I'm just going to tell you, they've committed, and we're probably not going to get them unless we get some type of monetary deal or it all hits the fan in Texas. Uh, next one is Pierce Sperlin. Sperlin is a UGA commit. That's all I got to say. He's a Florida boy, but he, he got an offer to Georgia. That boy's going to Georgia. I'm just being honest. I'm not going to. Let's keep it moving. Um, On the offensive line, though, we got a few guys that were like tweeners. Uh, nobody that I just saw that I was like um, having to put into the show. Part of it because, I mean, we've offered so many students. And if I overlooked you, I do apologize. It wasn't an act of omission uh, of on purpose commission. It was just I ran out of time and forgot. I mean, uh, I'm just going to be honest with you about that. The next one, though, is we're going to get into the athletes. So our athletes are not technically offensive guys. 
most of them are guys that play offense and defense or they play multiple positions and so i included the athletes on the offensive show because so many of them play db and receiver i just didn't want to leave any of them out so starting off with our athletes you have khalil bolden he goes by kj and he's from Beaufort, Georgia, another school that got a lot of students offered by FAMU. Beaufort is in metropolitan Atlanta. I, I, I keep saying, y'all, FAMU is trying to get into this, to this Atlanta market, and we are not playing about it. Uh, but Boland is 6'1", 182. He's going to get offered by every school in the nation. He's a five-star prospect, class of 2024. I do not expect him to come to FAMU. I, I mean, I'm just going to be honest with y'all. I don't expect him to come to FAMU. If he does, huge windfall for the university. And I'm not trying to dissuade any of these students from coming to FAMU. I'm just trying to be a real fan, a rational fan. I don't see a lot of these students signing with FAM if they're already five stars. Um, next gentleman is going to be one Jalen Brown from Gulliver, Pe- Gulliver Prep. And if you're not familiar with South Florida football or Florida football in general, Gulliver Prep's a good program. They play good talent. They produce good student athletes every year. You can probably look at the Division One football and find a plethora of Gulliver Prep students. But uh, Jalen is 6'1", 170. Again, multiple offers, five-star prospect, class of 2023. I don't, I don't see it, y'all. Um, if he wants to, great. But again, another five-star athlete. I don't see it not with the way that these NIL deals are being done. You have schools like UM where every student is getting 80 stacks. Schools like Texas, every student is getting money. Alabama, every student is getting 100,000. Like 50 50 to 100,000. The money's not there. So, like let, let's not lie to you about the status of recruiting and what we can get. I'm not saying these students shouldn't come to FAMU. I'm just saying it's not likely. And the fact it's not likely means that we need to be real about it. Let's not lie. Let's not sit up here and tell you that FAMU is going to get all these kids that have been offered. They're not. They're not. (laughs) They're going to get some of them, though. And we should get our share. Some of them need to come to HBCUs. They're going to need that experience. Some of them are going to do like cuts. He started at UCF. He's going to finish at FAM. And it's going to be a great atmosphere for him if he takes advantage of it. Um, next student, though, um, is going to be Brandon or Bre- Brendan Cook from Fleming Island. Another kid from Jacksonville, six foot 160. And FAMU's kind of getting into the rec- recruitment with him a little early. Uh, he doesn't have any stars, but... He is a 223, uh, 2023 recruit, and he, he's a guy that fam you might get. He has three four-star potential. He's kind of a track guy, though, and we're going to see. FAMU did really good in this past recruiting cycle, picking up a couple track guys, again, from the Jacksonville area. You need that speed out there because that's part of what sets FAMU out from other schools. FAMU's ability, especially in the SWAC, to be fast and physical. That is what sets FAMU apart and what's going to allow FAMU to overcome the achievement gap of Jackson State. 
not saying we don't have the same level of players, if not better. We don't have the names transferring in. And so on paper, you're going to look at it and say, oh, yeah, Jackson State's better than them. But on the field, I feel like we're going to give Jackson State some problems. And to me, that's not the only team in the conference we should worry about. I think Southern's going to be up there too. But us getting quality recruits that have speed, that make you respect our throwing game, and are also difficult to deal with on defense is going to be an edge that we're going to continue to need. Next gentleman is Fred Gaskin III. He's from Vanguard High School down in Ocala. They they had a bunch of students up there today. You saw the video on the FQ FAMU Twitter page. That is a school, I believe, that Coach Willie Simmons is talking to. He's 5'11", 185, multiple offers, four-star prospect, 224 pounds. I don't, I don't, I don't know, y'all. I don't think we get him. Uh, I think he may even become a five-star and I'm, I'm just being honest. I don't think we get him. Uh, next one is Aiden Jackson. Another Metropolitan Atlanta product from Walton High School. 5'11", 175, no stars. Uh, he's a class of 2023 student, and he's been offered by FAMU, Howard, Savannah State, and Tennessee Martin. This is a guy we got a real chance with. His film looks pretty solid from what I've seen, and not because he hasn't been offered by the other schools yet, but it's because him coming into this, he hasn't been courted by the schools as much. He's visited them and he's gone to the places, but he hasn't got that offer yet. And I feel like those students can kind of see themselves at a FAMU earlier. And honestly, I mean, Howard's got an okay program. You're in the MEAC though. I mean, you got an easier route to the celebration bowl, but it ain't the same, <laughs> you know, being in DC is great, but it's not the same atmosphere. You're not going to get the same football focus. Their stadium is the size of Gene Cox stadium, 10,000 seats. If you're familiar with Tallahassee, Bragg is double that in five. So homecoming, you talking about 30, 40,000 classic. You talking 50, 60, 70,000. The atmosphere at FAMU is going to start to weigh out eventually when it comes to some of these schools um i just think with a jackson unless a, a unless a, some of the larger schools get involved he's very likely to consider famu going forward uh, we also have nate johnson the third he's from clearwater central catholic that's a good football program y'all 511 175 he's got good speed likely one of the fastest players on that team just because of how how they use him when you're looking at his film he plays corner. He plays receiver. He's a kick returner. He's used almost like a Percy Harvin, that kind of misfit athlete that you just want to put the ball in his hands so that he can do something. That is Nate. He is uh, just really looking like, to me, a potential slot receiver. He's 5'11", 175, no stars at this time, class of 2023, and Man, a guy like that, Jaquay Nunnally, if you're the Rack Boys, the original Rack Boys, yeah, them them kinds, he's one of them kinds. Like, you get that dude the ball, and it's a problem. I, I really hope he considers FAMU as well. Um, again, he's a, he's a 3-4 star talent, in my opinion, from what, from what I saw. I think he could easily be a 3-star talent. Um, 
going forward and we're going to see if he gets there from some of the publications i primarily use rivals but i do also look at 24 7 as well when i look at who's doing the three and four star stuff um next one is rj johnson y'all gotta forgive me for the ums today but he is from east landing christian academy another metropolitan atlanta guy six three one eighty three stars film film looks good film looks good and Again, FAMU continues to go into the Atlanta area to recruit talent. Now, this guy, uh, Dakota Mayo, he's from Christian Brothers College in St. Louis, Missouri, 5'10", 160. He's got eight offers, but he, he he's listed as a 4'340", and it looks like a three-star prospect, but he can skate. I believe he came down here with the Hotbed World Group. That dude is fast, y'all. That would be a big get. I think he would love the culture down here at FAMU, 2023 guy. You coming to FAMU is different than St. Louis. It's a lot smaller, a lot more sheltered. But I think he would really like it. If he, if we can get that kid on campus and get him to commit, I think he thoroughly enjoys his time at Florida a University. Next one is Jordan McCoy. Jordan McCoy is from Parkview High School, another metropolitan Atlanta kid that we are trying to recruit 5'11 170 and when I looked at his film I couldn't tell if he was quick or fast and if you, if you play football or any other sport you know the difference I, I, I used to tell people all the time I'm, I'm not quick I was fast though I could run fast but when it came to like making stuff happen quick wasn't me I couldn't tell by his film uh, I don't know if it was again because I'm not familiar with some of the teams he was playing against Sometimes he looks really fast. Other times he kind of doesn't look as fast. So we're going to see, but he's a money guy. He's a money. He, he, he's that dude that I call a money guy. That means that's the dude that gets the fans to come in because you put the ball in his hands and good things happen. 2024 recruit from that Atlanta area. Look out for McCoy because, man, if he can get up to that two, three-star level, He's going to get some calls from schools like Georgia State who may want to have him stay home. Maybe even Georgia Tech now that they got um, Mr. Uh, Charlton up there. I mean, it, it's going to be interesting to see how that goes. Next dude is another guy from Fleming Island in Jacksonville, Caleb Singleton, 6'1", 175. And he's getting, we're getting into his recruitment early. No stars, but he's a 2025 guy. So part of the reason why, Fam, you started to get on these gentlemen early is because if I can get on you early later on, you may, man, fam, you's always been down for me. And we're continuing to improve our products, rebuild our brand and do different things. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see no stars for Caleb yet, but he's a 2025 guy. Again, not a lot of those guys have uh, any stars right now. We got a few more, and we're going to end the show, y'all. I know it's running long. That's why we, we split it in half. There was a lot of students that got offered. Uh, next one is Quentin Thomas, Eagles Landing High School, McDonough, which is south of Atlanta, not far from the racetrack that is down there uh, at Atlanta International Speedway. But he is a six foot, 200-pound guy, and he, ha he has really good hands on his film, willing blocker. And uh, one thing I loved about his huddle it wasn't all go routes. Yeah, early in there, he kind of runs a um, a dig route, 
and uh, I believe it was the in route he actually ran, and it looked really good. He runs a stop and go on there where he kind of runs like a little hitch move, then keeps going, gets the corner going good. He does have a couple deep balls. Uh, again, he's six feet, so he's not really a big receiver. He's a about average size receiver on the bigger end, but six feet isn't what six feet was when it comes to football. Um, but he's a willing blocker too. He showed on the film where he was blocking three star 2023 kid. I don't expect him to come because man, you find a receiver that's got that mindset to block already. All you got to do is keep continue to work on his hands, work on the route tree, and he's going to be a solid receiver. I look forward to you doing some great things, Quentin. Um, and it, whether it's a fam, you or not. Uh, next one is Bryce Thornton. And he is from Milton High School near Alpharetta, Georgia. Again, Metropolitan Atlanta. 5'11", 192. Another guy. He's got really good ball skills. Um, and I think he's more of a corner than a receiver. Just because he tracks the ball really well. I would love to have that kid as a free safety. And he's kind of a ball hawk. Like in his film, you're watching. And wherever the ball is, he's there. And he catches the ball with his hands. He's not catching the ball with his chest. He ain't saying nothing with his chest. He's saying with his hands. And Buddy looks good out there. Uh, Three-star, class of 2023. Again, I don't know if he makes it out of Atlanta. If Georgia Tech has any kind of season or does some things, that kid's going to stay home and go to Tech. I just, I could easily see that or a school like that. Last one is going to be Makai White. He is from King George, Virginia, 6'3", 180. Um, he plays multiple positions on defense. So they have him kind of listed, but he, he's more so linebacker, safety, corner. Uh, I believe he was like 4'5", on the 40. And he's got 16 offers, no stars at this time, but he's a 2024 student. We're going to see. I think he's going to end up with some stars. I don't know how high he goes um when i say three stars to me three stars don't mean what it used to mean um because it, it's not it, more students to me get three stars but to me the talent is improved the players focus more so on these sports and the whatnot okay so i've run through all of the uh offensive players and few questions why are we offering students so early we're offering these students early so that we can get it get ahead if you're offering the students late you're not showing love to the students you're not able to give them any attention and the students want attention they're, ki they're kids as we would say and they want you to know they want to not you to know they want to know that you value them that you're going to support them and you're going to give them what they need to go forward most of them want to go to the league so we have to continue to put in the infrastructure to do that. I feel like FAMU has done that. If you look at the new weight room, the new locker room, the new washing facilities, hell, the new football stadium, the new football field, the only thing left is to upgrade the practice facilities so that one is either covered or indoor, which I highly anticipate within the next five to 10 years, especially if Gauthier stays there. I think we get a covered or indoor practice facility um, just because it's hot in Florida. And we just got that new refrigeration thing that is huge, um, especially in Florida. Tallahassee heat, that's new kind of heat. If you've never been to Tallahassee, 
especially during the summer that is pure hell i was trying to find a nice way to see it it's 100 percent humidity it's 95 to 100 plus degrees it's not comfortable it breeds great athletes because you are in the worst of worst of heat and so when you get to come to a place like orlando miami jackson any of these other places the heat ain't as bad because the humidity it may be as bad but they don't get the Tallahassee there's no sea breeze for the most part it's, it's hot during the summer it's gorgeous during the spring and during the fall because it's a little cooler but summers in Tallahassee are hot y'all so um, getting ahead and offering these students early is and having facilities that are going to support them and showing we're continuing to invest in this program is going to be a big thing um, will we get any of these students yeah absolutely FAMU's already got one of them committed i think he's a solid commitment um unless we have some cultural upheaval or something like that i don't think we get a lot of these students the five stars if we get one or two of them we're lucky we may get one or two of the fours who just really want to be a catalyst for change and especially if we can find some nil money to pay them um and then what's the benefits of doing this this way again getting famu's name out there one of the things, if you're not looking at the online social media preference, or not preference, but our presentation that FAMU's offered is FAMU is one of the most talked about programs in college sports. Period. If you look at it, they show you the metrics, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Facebook is what most FAMUans use. Very few of us use Twitter as much as Facebook and Instagram dominate the family landscape as far as viewership, usage, and things like that. And that's not lost upon us. The people and the people and the powers that be. They're gonna continue to push out information about FAMU because eyes are money. And the more people that like FAMU products and subscribe to FAMU products, the better the program's gonna be and the more ad revenue and other things we're able to get going forward. So um that being said y'all thank y'all for listening to the pods i know i ran long uh but i wanted to make sure we highlighted all of the uh offensive recruits and our commitments that we've gotten there um we're going to talk about the defensive commitments in the next episode or not commitments defensive recruits we did get offensive and defensive commits uh that's why i said commits but we're going to talk about the recruits that are going to be on the defensive side of the ball and maybe how they can commit or and what we can do to continue to build up this program going forward. That being said, if you haven't followed the FQ family Twitter page, please do that. I drop stuff every day and it's always related to FAMU. And it's not only about the football team. We also got the ladies bowling team. Shout out to the men's baseball team who got off the schneid. We got off that losing streak. We had to do it. And we scored 20 points against Mississippi Valley. Kicked their butts. Uh, And then, bam, you went up to Huntsville and uh, beat up on those dogs at Alabama A&M a few times. We lost the last game. Then the bowling team uh, went out to Texas and made some noise. It's a lot going on at Florida A&M University. And if you haven't, uh, invested in it do it charge it charge it not robert you do so invest in florida and in university continue listening to this podcast and as always y'all it's going to be fangs up